Episode 617 for the week of February 5th, 2022. I'm Chris Privets here bringing you the week's show about RPGs and, and, and stuff, you know. Also, here's some cats. If you're watching live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer, you can see the cats on my desk. I think it's really cute. Other people are annoyed by them. But, you know, uh, those people are evil. Say, does, does anybody want a cat? Yeah. I, I have a slightly I will take cat. an Alice. Oh my gosh, I'd take an oh. Alice any day. Oh, sure. You say you'll take it, Alice, now. <laughs> I used to be a happy cat owner, and then I took an Alice to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me, Kelly Ryan. Oh, I love my cat, I swear, but this morning she is just being extra salty, and I do not know why. And Josh Carpenter. I, I could take it, Alice, and see if she's more evil than Scotty. Oh, they would be evil towards each other. It would be great. <laughs> I'm not sure it'd be great to be in the middle what of that. What if they were best friends, though? <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? And they teamed up against Josh. Oh, that probably. <laughs> Either that or um, Scotty would have a scapegoat. They'd go to opposite ends of the room and start throwing shit off the shelves so that you can't <laughs> stop both of it at the same time. I would I would actually pay money to see this. You're, you're right. It is funny when it's not your cat. <laughs> That's what I said. All right. Well. Uh, but, but we love them. We love them. But let's not talk more about them. We won't talk about cats too much on this show. Never. Um, never. All right. I'm going to go first. I played more Final Fantasy XIV. All my crafters and gatherers are level 80. It's now time for me to finally get back to playing the story. So I started grinding a relic weapon instead. (laughs) Why are you so averse to? I don't know. I will. I'm totally gonna do it. Totally gonna do it. You can trust me. Sure. (laughs) Like I trusted that you were ever gonna play a Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, totally. Right on it. (laughs) You you kind of watched Anna play it, so that that counts, right? I mean, yeah, it kind of does, but you were supposed to play it, Chris. Oh, good. The camera's on the cats. I just spilled a bunch of coffee on myself. Oh, <laughs> well, better you than the electronic equipment. Oh, yeah, really. It splashed on my keyboard, but it's good. Just a little. <laughs> just a, It's not that much coffee. Anna would say it was a lot of coffee. I'm like, oh, this is a tiny coffee spill. This is nothing. It's like the normal mark that I wear on my shirt. I was going to say, like, that awkward time that you broke another Mac keyboard and Anna had it fit on stream. No, that wasn't a keyboard. That was a Mac book. Uh, <laughs> she was right to yeah. have a fit. <laughs> oh, Tam in the chat room asking which relic weapon? The long one. A Realm Reborn. Because I'm an idiot. So, you know. All right. Yeah, af- after you... Sky- uh, discorded me about sam regal being the original voice actor of alpha dot i had to go listen to it and it was like holy crap that is him how did i not pick up on that before? i really oh, yeah, don't because... like him for that role uh, uh m- mostly now because i think of his voice as dirty and lecherous 
Yeah. Because that's a character he plays in the D&D games, I guess. So uh, it's not right for Alpha No. <laughs> um, e- even more so in the Legend of Vox Machina oh, cartoon. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I used his um, voice pack in Pillars of Eternity, too. So my main character was always talking about wanting to spice and uh, being number oh. one for the ladies. And God Fuck off. In the cartoon, especially one of the more recent episodes, the, that cartoon goes to places that I honestly didn't think that it would. And I also realized, like, yeah, no wonder my husband doesn't want to watch this at dinner time because it's gory. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you been playing that's not watching Vox Machina on Amazon Prime? Well, I... So I was kind of in between games last week when I wasn't on and really didn't know what I wanted to do. So uh, it so happened that they released um, the Artful Escape on the other consoles, and I had been really wanting to play that ever since I heard about it. So I bought that on the PS5 and played through it. And I bought it on PS5 and played through it, even though it's available on Switch, because I really wanted to experience it like as on high definition of a system as possible with surround sound, because it's a very visually stunning and obviously very a very musically stunning game. And I mean, no, no shade to anyone that played it on Switch. And it's just I, I wanted to experience that game just as beautifully as possible. And yeah, it's it's a beautiful beautiful walking simulator with a guitar uh, yeah with a guitar but you know you know the the premise of the game is that you're this uh folk singer who's the nephew of a very famous folks folk singer that is bob dylan with the, the serial numbers filed off i mean the character's portrait is bob dylan that's so what it looks like this graphical style reminds me of oxenfree and um, the Lost in the Woods, Lost in the Woods. Yeah, uh, is that the one? But yeah, is is it made by either of those companies? I I honestly don't know. I only know that Annapura, um, Annapura Pura Interactive published it because I I'm following them on Twitter right, right now because I'm chomping at the bit for more news about Stray. Okay, but um. I mean that there unfortunately there isn't a lot of gameplay to the game. It's just kind of walking and playing the guitar and I, taking At first in... I saw screenshots or videos of this. I thought it was an endless runner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of thought it was going to be a out of this world kind of game. Uh-huh. Adventure uh, thing, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's really not. You're you're walking and you get into some story bits and you have a couple of music scenes that you play along with, and there's really no fail state or anything. So bear that in mind when you're playing it, that huh. there, there's not a lot of gameplay. But the story was profoundly beautiful, and the soundtrack is freaking amazing. Like, my God, the soundtrack was pretty much made for me. Just very prog rock inspired. Um, the character in it, you know, he's a folk singer that's worried about uh, being put in a box because he's tr- people are trying to essentially make him his uncle. And bef- on the night before his first show, he get- pretty much goes on a space journey to find himself. Oh, and so he got some drugs. It, it, 
the game doesn't really even imply that. I mean, I honestly thought at the end of the game it was just going to be like a dream or something before the show. And, I mean, it really wasn't anything like that. But, um, and, and, and the other thing is that it has a really excellent voice cast, too. Like, Carl Weathers is in it, kind of playing his mentor. Um, Carl, like, Carl Weathers from, like... <laughs> the Mandalorian? Oh, I, I was thinking um, <laughs> Carl Winslow for some reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, what what else did I was trying to say? There there was a line in it that I posted on Twitter that kind of got me in the feels a little bit. That was, um, as an artist, your job isn't to make people what they want, but to give them something they never expected. And that was a line that they said it and I kind of had to set down my controller and think about it for a minute because, you know, I, I'm an artist and that kind of stuff always gets it's nice to have an people. artist in the family, Kelly. <laughs> that's a, that's a story I don't want to get into. Publicly. Yeah. That's not for the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it was just one of those things that kind of got to me and the whole game kind of got to me in the way because of about expectations and about finding yourself and stuff like that. And it, it, the game's not going to click with everybody. And I, I don't know how to recommend it because like I said, there's not a lot of gameplay to it, but if you want to play through a very visually stunning music video, um, either get it at full price or wait for a sale. Or if you have game pass, you can already play it for free. Is the music any good? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I am blasting the stream with the music and no one complained. Um, yeah. Um, so th that's what I was waiting for while I was in between games. And then an another game that I bought because it was on sale is, is a VR game called Ragnarok. And, and this one cost you uh, injury? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Ragnarok is a VR game where you're a um, drummer for a Viking longboat. And the better you drum, the better your, or the longer your longboat goes. The catch is that the songs in Ragnarok are all Viking themed heavy metal songs from bands that I like. <laughs> so this game's made for you. Yes, very much so. And I showed it to Anna on our Discord, and she was like, this looks fun. I'm going to try it. And she's been into it. Yep. And I think I showed it to Vaughn, and he's like, this looks fun, but I don't think he, he's bought it yet because he hasn't touched his VR in a while. And, yeah, I booted it up, and I started playing it, and I really enjoyed it. And I kind of was trying to, you know, optimize my setup so that I could drum efficiently. And either the first or second night I played it, I like really messed up my right arm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so, something like I, like, I honestly thought I was going to have to go to the ER. I had messed it up that bad. Oh Lord. <laughs> um, l luckily I just put a lot of ice on it and took a lot of Advil and it, it went, went away eventually. And obviously I didn't touch the game until it went away. But, Good. um, if you buy this game, uh, stretch. Got to get your exercise in before you got to get your stretching in before playing the VR yeah. game. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, Beat 
Saber kind of kicks my ass, but I had I'd expected that because Beat Saber is a very emotion heavy game. This one I thought, well, you're just sitting on the couch doing drums. Surely that's not going to be that bad. And no, it <laughs> if you're not used to drumming, um, be be wary. But but also it didn't help that every single time I tried to sit on the couch, Alice tried to sit with me. And she hasn't learned yet that when Mama has the weird head thing on and is flailing like an idiot to stay away. Mm. You know, now, now that I say it out loud, I wonder if that's why she's being yep. uh, being kind of a jerk this morning. She thinks you, you have a disease. Yeah. Mommy, are that, you okay? Either that or it's like, Mom, you conked me on the head with a VR controller. I oh. demand revenge. She wants reparations. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but she, she was also very concerned about the flailing because um, while I was, well, I think while I was playing Beat Saber at some point this week, I like kept feeling paws on my back because <laughs> she was getting on the couch and kind of like pawing at me, like hey, mommy, hey, mommy. hey, something's wrong. Stop. Hey, let my oh. mommy go. Free her <laughs> evil space headset. <laughs> Mom's having a seizure. I'd better check on her. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my my goal in Ragnarok is I want to get good enough at my favorite song in it to actually make it to like the top three on the leaderboard. Jeez. Oh wow! But that's gonna take a lot of practice. Um, and possibly shoulder surgery. Yeah. yeah possibly. Don't expect to hit that, Kelly. The people yeah. who get top leaderboards are either cheating or inhuman and sometimes both okay maybe i should temper that expectation i wouldn't i I would i mean (laughs) if you're talking about a global leaderboard that would be a lot of people like to see their name on top of things so Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean you and there are people who just have strange physical capabilities that Mere mortals can't. So unless you I, possess it too, and you're and in like rookie of the year, your shoulder is now designed for drumming because of the way you injured it. <laughs> I don't know that you should really have high expectations there. Like those yeah. baseball players that go and have rotator cuff surgery because they come back stronger yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I just like that I could reference Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a pretty obscure baseball movie. Now that I think about it, but um, well, now that you've dashed my Ragnarok dreams, <laughs> I I just I don't want you to hurt yourself trying to achieve <laughs> a level of a level of play. That's it's not one thing really to be true. like, I want to perfect the song, or I want to double S it, or whatever the highest rank is. It's another thing to be like, I want to top the leaderboard. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I want a gold medal of this song. And the pro- the problem, and Anna was having this problem too, is like trying to hit, I don't know if my arms aren't built right or if I just don't have it collaborated right, but trying to hit that left most, most drum is a pain in the ass. And it's like I'll be doing really good and having a good combo, and then I try to hit that leftmost one, and no matter where I try to hit it, it just doesn't register. Hmm. 
Um, but the, eh, it sounds like a rhythm game. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know kind of like when you were playing Guitar Hero yep. and when you tried to hit the blue button and your finger just would not work. Except now there's no physical control. So it's yeah. even more fiddly. <laughs> and the, the nice thing about this game is that it gives you all sorts of um, options to kind of adjust the angle of the hammers oh, so that it can compensate, compensate for injuries or, you know, how your hands are, you know, what kind of environment you're in. I just haven't quite hit that sweet spot yet with this game. So, uh so yeah, I I love this game. I don't know if um, I'll talk more about it on future shows or not. Um, oh, and and there's also native custom song support. So I haven't even dove into that yet. I downloaded a bunch of custom songs. I just haven't had a chance to get them on the headset, and that's really nice because for <clears throat> at least for the Oculus anyway, getting custom songs in Beat Saber is a pain in the ass. Um, well, a pain in the ass if you don't have a beefy computer like me that can't just run Beat Saber off of Steam. Right. Well, Beat Saber, they're trying to sell you DLC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I thought, um, well, I mean, talk to Anna. I thought there was a way to do it on the Oculus. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, no, I figured it out. Oh, okay. It was just that initial setup was yeah. making me okay. want to throw my Oculus through the wall. Fair. Um. Because there's signing up for a developer account. Yeah, just, all right. I figured it might be like that. Darn. Yeah, and then downloading a downgraded version of Beat Saber. Because <laughs> for some what? <laughs> all right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Because the custom stuff hasn't quite caught up to the official game yet, so um, you had to find like a seven. A 1.17 version of the game and the actual official game is up to like 1.19 and of course none of the instructions online that you find for this even mentions that that I at the time at least so you're just supposed to know like yeah you're, you're supposed to be in the know and know yeah yeah you're um, supposed to have been all in on this from day one and been following it and posting on message boards about it lol and <laughs> on top of it all it's like you would think that as much as like you know do custom firmware on my handhelds, I would know to know that that kind of stuff. But how can uh, you? It's different for everything. <laughs> time, time makes fools of us all. So, um, and my family's coming over tonight, and I don't know if I'm going to show them the VR or not. <laughs> Haven't made that decision yet. Like, yeah. is it going to be a good choice or a bad it's, choice? It's always a whole thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Vaughn, I don't have a nice beefy laptop. I have your hand-me-down laptop that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, have you, you, you been? Can pl- always, <laughs> you, you can always hook it up to your VR compatible laptop. Like, yeah, you have that. <laughs> Kelly, have what? you played anything else? Oh yes, I uh, played Pokemon Arceus. A lot. Okay. So, Arceus update. Um, It turns out Daily Steals did ship my game. So I oh. got a copy of Arceus for $35. And um, did, I had to immediately... Did you have immedi- to pay for it? Um, yeah, I've, I, I immediately contacted Apple and said I'd like to cancel this dispute. And after waiting in queue time for like an hour on my phone, which is fine because 
it's all over messages in there, which is just the best thing ever because I don't want to be on hold on a phone call. Um, I, I don't know what it is. The Apple card customer support thing is just, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, uh, oh, anyway, they, they looked into it. They said, okay, yep. All right. I'm going to cancel this and any, um, uh, the credit we'd give you will be taken away and, uh, that's it. And I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. So uh, my disputed charge that they told me to do, I've canceled, and I've got my Arceus, and we're all good. So it all worked out. Um, I I still, still don't understand how this company's in business when they don't even know anything about the orders they've shipped out. <laughs> but apparently that's all <laughs> No record worked. of it, but you got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. I paid for it. They don't know about it. Okay, cool. Sounds good, guys. <laughs> I'm amused that you artfully dodged this by having your wife play it so that you won't have to eat any crow. I didn't artfully dodge it. It's just that I decided back when I thought I wasn't getting it to just not care anymore. And then it showed up and it's like, oh, but I could play 14 and make no progress on my main scenario quests. And I decided to do that instead because everything I've seen, and I said this last week, everything I'd seen from all the the reviews and the footage of people playing was like, this is what I thought it was, but apparently some people like it. I don't think I'm one of those people and I don't care anymore because the game's not coming. And then the game came and it's like, mm, what's Kelly think about it? Well, <laughs> Let's see what Kelly, she thinks. <laughs> Kelly is having a lot of fun with it. Um, despite, despite some trepidation, like I don't like how handholdy it is at the very beginning. Um, uh, but, is, is that different than any Pokemon game? That, no, that's no. my understanding of Pokemon. Isn't it like it's Skyward Sword levels of hand-holding? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. And ooh, that's ooh. that's on me because um, the, you know, Breath of the Wild, which is what everybody's comparing it to, was like, here's a couple of things, knock yourself out. And mm-hmm. this is like, oh, well, here's how to use a Pokeball. And the first mission is like, I'm going to slowly walk you through this mission and here are Badoofs and they don't care about your presence. And here are Starlies and they run away. And here are Shinxes and those will attack you. And I'm like, you couldn't let me just figure this out on my own. Can I just say, Kelly, uh, uh, I'm trying to bring up footage for the stream. So I searched Arceus in YouTube and it's like the first few videos. All right, cool. 10 things you missed in Arceus. Here's a meme review. Like, all right, fine. A meme review. And then the third one was Pokemon Legends Arceus was made in 1999. I'm like, okay, that's weird that we've gotten to chemtrails that quickly. Um, <laughs> all right. And then the next three. I was so wrong about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Pokemon Legends Arceus with a side assault. And the truth about Pokemon Legends Arceus for Nintendo. So the, the next three are all clickbaity titles. Probably talking about how the game is worse or better than they expected it to be. It's, this game is all about people's expectations not being met <laughs> in one way or the other is the f- sense that I'm getting. Oh, and then fine. <laughs> so here's the next one. I am not enjoying Pokemon Legends Arceus with the thumbnail that just says it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one after that is how to make 600,000 money Poke dollars per hour by selling what looks like a fried egg. So I don't know what's up with that. So <laughs> it's like we go for some, some Easter eggs, a couple reviews, 
to clickbait to this thing sucks to here's how to make money and experience. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know why I got down the rabbit hole of clickbaity uh, hot takes on Pokemon because I, I, I started watching a video about how apparently how bad uh, Diamond and Pearl remake is supposed to be right now. Like, I, I didn't realize that that day one patch put in the music in the end game. Say that again? Day one patch uh, of what? Of Arceus? So, po- no, uh, Pokemon Diamond and P- Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Oh, okay. Like, I, I guess that they were trying to save money by having a smaller cartridge size and then had a day one patch. And I didn't know that. Nor did I know that both both versions of the game are on the same card. It's just a flag that designates which one is which. Which, I don't know, seems kind of shady to me. Yeah, well, it simplifies manufacturing. Oh. Um, it's just one of those things that a two-hour-long two video complaining about why they regret their Pokemon Diamond and Pearl purchase, but I digress. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Arceus, so I'm I'm having a lot of fun with the game, all things considered. Okay, because, okay so what do you do in this game? Um, you are trying to build the first Pokedex. <laughs> you yeah. throw wood at Pokemon and bop them on the head. <laughs> yeah. And instead of, you know, having the regular Pokedex, we're just catching it as enough you have to complete their entry, which involves either feeding a Pokemon a certain number of times, defeating it a certain amount of times, um, using uh, its weakness against it a certain amount of times. Like, each entry has several things that you can do to basically complete its entry. So so it's not like one way of doing it. It's like four or five different ways you can go to to complete yeah. it. Like, so is this the, repetitive or is it fun? I, I is that or is the answer to both yes? <laughs> um because you know in regular Pokemon you catch one Pokemon you're one and done and this one really encourages you to catch multiple Pokemon because a lot of quests request um Pokemon of like a certain size or uh, some of them, the, there's some quests that you have to give up the Pokemon permanently to um, complete the quest. So you don't really, you ideally, want to catch two of them so that if you want to use one, you don't have to go back out and catch it. So, so now you're doing up this Pikachu's too small, throw it back and try and get yeah, one. a little bit of that. Um, you know, you brought up Pokemon Go. I think it's trying to integrate a little bit of the Pokemon Go gameplay into a mainline game, but it's more purposeful than Pokemon Go mm-hmm. because of the quests and just all of the different bits, bits and bubbles that are ma- making this game unique. And I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, what am I trying to... Th- I should have wrote down my thoughts for the show and I just completely blanked. Um, so you said it's it's got a boring intro. It's really fun, You've been having to, fun. to get into a new area and just run around and explore and see what kind of stuff you can find. Um, like there was one spot where I had managed to like get up on the side of a mountain and got all the way to the top and found a bunch of Machokes and Machamps up there. And they were a lot higher level than what my current level Pokemon were. So, and and you have, 
as far as the game goes, you have no limit as to how high something is that you can catch. I mean, some of the higher level stuff, you'll have a bit more trouble catching it, but you can still catch it. So I'm I'm on this peak and I'm I'm you know catching machokes and machops and then kind of turn the corner, and I see a chancy there, which is like ooh chancy those are really rare so I catch one of those and then see a happeny, and it's like oh my god this, I found a spot with really rare Pokemon and then turn the corner, and there's an alpha uh, blissey. It, Whatever Chansey's evolution is, I might be mixing up the names. Um, uh, Chant, uh, Blissey, Chansey, and then the, what's the, what the, okay, Happiny. Sure. Happiny. Yeah. Happiny's the little one. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's Blissey. Yeah. So I see a Blissey and it's like, oh, it's a Blissey. I, I can catch that. And then it turns its head and its eyes are red. Uh oh, run. <laughs> And yeah, so a red-eyed Pokemon is called an alpha, and they're very aggressive and have a very high level compared to the ones that are just out and about. And if you're not prepared for one, they will mess you up. Um, I had been joking to Anna, it's like, watch out for the welcome Rapidash, because there's... <laughs> um, Go pet the welcome Rapidash, he loves you. Yeah, because there's a Rapidash in an area with a bunch of um, Ponitas. And, you know, the the Ponitas are skittish, so they run away the second that they see you. But the Rapidash, um, it turns its head and it sees you, and it comes charging towards you, and it's level 30. And this this is, like, in, literally in one of the areas where you start out. Um, so you're going to run into this thing pretty quick, and it will mess you up. You and I, I believe I, I believe I did send you the video of the uh, Snorlax that had yeah, made. Yeah, you found a some nimble... Snorlax destroying an Oshawott with laser <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I, my husband found that video. I guess it was and... Hyper Bean, so laser mouth. I don't know. It, it was just funny. It, it just destroying this poor Oshawott. It's it like, evaporated stop, it. Stop, <laughs> stop! It's already dead. <laughs> Um, but but you can catch the alpha Pokemon, and even though they're a pain in the ass to catch, if you catch one, they know moves that um, a lot of Pokemon don't normally know. Or that particular Pokemon that might not know. Ooh, so. ooh, tell people about the moves, how the moves work in this one. Oh, yes. So, if this isn't in the next mainline Pokemon, I'm going to have a conniption fit, because this is how Pokemon should be from now on. In, normal, in a normal Pokemon game, your Pokemon learns a new move, and it's like, would you like to erase an old move? And you have to go pick and choose. And, of course, if you want that new move back in some of the older games, you had to go get a heart scale. Um, in the newer games, it's not that much of a pain in the ass. But, yeah, it's just very tiresome to deal with your move set in old Pokemon games. And this one, you can set reset your move set at any time, at any place. Yeah, you just choose it from your menu like it's a loadout in a shooting game, and it's a yes. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> now, if you could save custom sets for each Pokemon, that would be good too. But I bet you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. But just the fact that I'm out in the field and I'm with my Rowlet. Hang on, my throat is like really dry because I'm talking too much. All right, she's got. Well, uh -oh, she gets Pokemon hydrated. killed Kelly. <laughs>
We're watching a video where somebody's just glitching up a mountain. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, you can do that. And you're in that video is the area that I found oh, with there's the bad the, chops. There's the blissy. Or the yeah. Run. Yeah, you see how scary that thing freaking Yeah, is? run. <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy crap, this is how I die. Mm-hmm. Death by Blissey. I'm but, um, happy. <laughs> are you happy too? You won't be after I'm dead with you. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like Spurt. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So you know, running around with my Watt Rowlet, who has a quite diverse move set, and I'm like, okay, I'm in this area where there's a bunch of normal Pokemon, so it really benefits me to have my Rowlet have nothing but fighting moves out. Actually, it's Desudai because my uh, Rowlet's completely um, evolved, so Desudai. So, being able to swap out his moveset is a godsend! Mm -hmm. And the the mainline Pokemon game needs to have it. Also, I'm confused that Desidui in in this game, instead of being part ghost, is part fighting. Well, he's not extinct yet. Oh. Uh. Wait. But if it was extinct, how did I have a Pokemon that evolved into it into the later games? I I honestly don't know. <laughs> the, the, the logic um, still doesn't work, Kelly. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. <laughs> but also, I, I've found myself wondering, is there going to be a nursery in this game? And then realized, well, no, technically it won't even matter because there are no dittos in this game because ditto doesn't exist yet. Oh, you have to do it the hard way. Yeah. Well, no, the Pokemon will have to do it the hard way. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Um, but that was kind of like, made me think like, yeah, because with the Dittos are technically failed mute clones and they didn't come out until, mo- or didn't happen until modern times. So, yeah. Um, oh, wow, that dude, yeah, that pussy is level 60. 62, 62. and it just used hard boiled twice to fill its HP because it's a jerk. Thanks, Agile um, File. I have not noticed yet if hurting them or not makes any sort of difference as to how accurately you can catch them. Mm. I I feel like, I mean, who knows? It probably does make a difference, but um, I've had I've had some Pokemon down to like one hit point and still couldn't catch them. So right, that happens in the normal games, Kelly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've also met uh, if you sneak up on those alphas and get the drop on them, you have a much better chance of catching them. Oh, really? But I think they they also have increased uh, detection range, so it's a lot harder to sneak up on them. Can you catch the alphas? Oh, yeah. Okay. This person was... Oh, they're farming stuff. Um, XP candy large and grit gravel. Okay, that's what that blissy drops. Yeah, the... So alphas tend to drop XP candy so yep. that you can level up Pokemon a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And the gravels and pebbles and stuff are for your EVs, not, uh. not the Pokemon, the effort values. And I feel like this is the first game that I've played that actually name drops EVs. <gasps> I always thought that that was kind of considered a hidden thing in Pokemon that only like they call They call have. IVs something different, generally. But EVs might be... Well, it doesn't matter. Cool. Yeah. 
but I, I'm having a lot of fun with the game. I'm in the fourth area right now. Um, I will. The boss fights are okay. I literally just fought uh, Ar Arcanine as a boss fight, and that boss fight was kind of a pain in the ass because you're in an area with lava, so it was really hard to dodge his attacks. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so I, you're going to keep playing it? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're liking it then. That's it. all right. Good. I'm I'm really hoping that they do a lot more with this concept because it it, it really is a game changer when it comes to the Pokemon formula. Hmm. Well, it's done well. What did they sell? Like six and a half million copies already. Yeah, and it's one thing I forgot to mention, and I'll I'll let Josh do what he's playing. But I think what why I'm resonating. Do we have to? With, uh, I, I'm curious. But I think why I'm resonating with this game so much is because so many, you know, the mainland Pokemon games kind of focus more on battling. And this one focuses more on collecting, which is the part about Pokemon that I like the most. So I hope that they kind of split the series a little bit so that the mainline ones can be more focused on battling for people that like that and just let let people like me do the open world exploration and all the catching and stuff and you know what kind of let it more appeal, appeal to people like me mm -hmm. um, it seems like there's a distinction and a split there i mean that's definitely what they're going for so uh, because... so i have a question for you mm-hmm Outside of Ranger, is there a side game that really got sequels? See, Mystery Dungeon got Mystery sequels. Dungeon, yeah. All right. Um, they didn't really do another Conquest. Oh. I, and Conquest was a good game. Yeah, people liked Conquest. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. So I don't know. Um, I guess there's a chance there'll be more of these, but I want people to be aware there's a chance they won't make another one of these. Well, I based on I'm their past it, history, <laughs> I'm hoping that it sells well enough that they'll do like uh, Pokemon Legends, um, Sinnoh. Or no, hmm. this, this, this is Sinnoh. Sinnoh. <laughs> Try again. Uh, um, Johto, Unova, Unova, and Kalos, and uh, what's the most recent? Aloha. One? Uh, what's the most and recent Galar. one? Galar. Galar. Yeah. Galar. Because I mean, yeah, this this one is the more Japanese focused area. I have the one that's the uh, Galar, that's like the more Celtic focused area. Or I don't know, I don't know if they could do enough with that because that's New York and that'd be Native American, and I don't think people would like that. <laughs> that could be bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a tad. <laughs> and, and worse if they had it colonial, and that would be even worse. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> But but yeah, go go hard, go go Celtic. Um, I I just I want more, more stuff in this series. This person get all these EVs. Yeah, finding the EVs that are a pain in the ass because they are. Uh, well, there's Badoofs in that area, and until you get close, it's kind of really hard to tell what's what. Oh, and also one one more thing, K Kotaku had an article about how. Paris is the worst Pokemon in this game because they're very tiny and very aggressive and they poison you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, watch out for the Parises. Sounds good. I'm, I'm it sounded like you was having fun with your game, but then today you're... Josh, what are you playing? I'm so curious. <laughs> you're in pain. 
So, so like, uh, I picked up Maglum Lord, which is like a a very small release. It's being done by D three and God, I forget who else is publishing it. It's made by Felistella, and they made the. I know they made Summon Night Six. They may have been involved in making Summon Night Five. It has some of the people who were involved in making the last few Summon Night games. So that that's my knowledge and the reason i was like eh, what the hey i'll i'll give this a shot and pick it up because i'd kind of like the last couple of summon night games which are kind of weird little anime inspired those are all strategy rpgs with a, a strong uh dating sim uh bent to them so this one it it keeps the dating sim bent but it's no longer like a strategy rpg this is an action rpg and this is just this is a weird ass game um, <laughs> you know, like I start, it just came out yesterday. I was starting it up last night and it feels so much like an old school, like PS2 era NS, NIS game for both like good and ill. Mm. So like the, the main character is a demon Lord who was so powerful that like all the gods and demons like are teamed up to defeat him. And so right at the very beginning of the game, he's overwhelmed, but you know, a couple of his retainers like save him. And but he's kind of like knocked unconscious and it takes hundreds of years for him to revive. And in the intervening time, like gods and demons have ceased to exist and thus there's no longer magic and it's peaceful now. And so he wakes up and then the he, the government shows up and they're like, oh, yeah, you're an endangered species now as a demon lord. There's none of you left. So we're calling you an endangered species. <laughs> That's All right. the beginning of the game. You're like, <laughs> you're like OK. Like I said, it feels like very NIS, like from that era. Yes, it kind does. Kind of like silliness. The combat um, looks side-scrolling. Is it like a Tales game? Yes. See, I was going to get to that. Like, so, so okay. it's split in half. You know, it's it's got the typical sort of like visual novel style. That's how mo all the story is done. You know, it's two different heads talking to one another with text. Everything so far, as far as I can tell, is uh, voice acted, although it's all Japanese, as you'd kind of expect for a smaller release like this. But it's, you know, like it's well done Japanese voice acting for the entire thing, which is kind of nice. Um, and so you've got... You know, like you've got your half of the game that's like the the very typical visual novel schlock. You get to make choices every so often. The choices you make probably make some difference in terms of the ending you eventually get. And it's certainly the different decisions you make determines like the different characters affection level for you. And then, you know, of course, like, oh, hey, if I spend all my time trying to get close to one of the characters, eventually you can go on and you know, date the different characters. Um, the other half of the game is just like really strange because the the combat portion of it. So they take you, you, you will, you know, just like select on a screen like, OK, I want to do X mission and they will dump you into this 3D environment. And it's a very basic 3D environment that looks like it could have been on the PS2. <laughs> and you run around with the character you've chosen and there are enemies on the screen. And whenever you get, you know, you go and you encounter an enemy, then it swaps to 2D action mode. And yeah, it does kind of, it's like an, that, that is the way it kind of plays like. It plays like a old school tail, 2D Tales game from way back when. And it's just, 
like it's very odd that they went to the trouble of like I, I'm trying to think like I cannot think of a modern game that does it like that. There are plenty of 2D action RPGs out there, like lots of people making Metroidvanias and such. But I can't think of one like this where it's like, okay, you you wander around and then you get into a battle and it it swaps into 2D at that time. Hmm. But so so you like it like I said it cha- it transitions into this 2D fight you've got like three different styles of weapons you got like swords axes and spears and different enemies are weak to different ones and then you it's it plays out as action RPG you string together combos um you know just by tapping the buttons and also it, you know very much like a old those old school tales or even a fighting game like some of the combos is just like using the attack button and pushing forward or pushing down or pushing up. And you can create these long chain combos as part of the action. The thing about it is, is like I picked up the switch version and I told my, you know, like I had told myself a long time ago that like, I was never going to pick up a switch third party game again because of performance issues. You know, like I just got used to PS five and I decided to pick this one up on switch. so I could just kind of play it and, make some progress while I was like watching TV or something. It doesn't look like it's a very stressful game. Should be fine, right? Yeah, it should be fine. Like, you're watching on a stream. Okay, it's doing the same thing. So maybe this is intentional. But when you're when you're doing the 2D fighting, like every time you make you contact, you know, like one of your attacks hits an enemy, like it stutters. Yeah, that's on purpose. Yeah, that's a stylistic choice that many games do. Yeah, pause for hit to like um, convey impact. Yeah, it is, but it's it's obviously not consistent because it's definitely it has a different feel when you're playing it in handheld and uh, docked. <laughs> like the stutter is different, and it oh. stutters way more in the, the handheld mode than docked. Because I was playing it this morning, oh. and it was just like way worse. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and the so the is- switch the switch adds its own natural artistic expression into it. Is what you're saying? <laughs> quite, quite, quite. <laughs> That, yeah like le- exactly like i was playing it last night docked and i'm like okay yeah this this may just be artistic and then i'm playing it this morning in handheld and it's like oh man now it just feels like it's you know like at three frames a second <laughs> uh, it, probably because it is <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 such a this is such a weird game. I'm like, you know, like I'm tr- there are so many of these like visual novel, you know, like half visual novel, half like tactical RPG or half dungeon crawler that are out there. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of any that have married the the very visual novel style with action RPG like this, especially 2D action um, RPG. Like every um idea factory game. Yeah, see those bit, are yeah. Yeah, but those are even still like 3D environments. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not 2D. I'm just saying that yeah. they do marry action RPG with visual novel. Yeah. Well, well, there they they've also are doing the like, oh, yeah, you can traverse by moving a, a moving along a line on the on the screen. So uh. <laughs> it's like I said, it's 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 different that's for sure it's got it's kind of got like i said i kept getting those like old school nis vibes from the storytelling like it very much feels like something that could have that nis could have put out in 2007 on the ps2 (laughs) but 
Yeah, I just I wonder how the combat is going to hold up because it seems like it wants you to do a decent bit of it. You know, like I got done with doing this combat the looks terrible, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to play like, any of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's yeah, I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not sure how much of this I'm wondering how much of this combat I'm going to want to have to put up with. Because it seems like it wants you to do a decent bit of combat. <laughs> like if it were just the visual novel schlock, I'd, I'd probably be happy to go through it. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, am I going to put up with this combat for, you know, whatever it is, 30 hours, 40 hours? I don't know. Is there variable difficulty? No. Oh. Not so that I'm aware of. Maybe I'm, I'm watching missing, the, but... some Switch footage now, and it looks like it's performing okay. They must be docked. Um it's definitely lower resolution than the PS4 version, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm not noticing any major slowdown issues. So that's something, I guess. Except I don't know how it is on handheld. So Yeah, it seemed, it, it seemed noticeably different in handheld to me. Yeah. But maybe I was it, just like looking for it. Because if they're expecting you to do well in combat, but then don't have variable difficulty, that might be a hard pass for me. Because I, I can't do that kind of frame county combo thing, like you were talking about, uh, in an action game like that. I, when it comes to action combat, I'm like press A to win. Yeah, <laughs> I, I sure want that option at least these days. Yeah. I, I don't have the manual dexterity nor the patience to learn complicated. Josh, does it take an hour to get into combat in this game? Uh, not quite that bad, but it, it's probably like 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm watching you know, a walkthrough, it looks like it. <laughs> did, did, did I not say visual novel? You yeah. Know, no, yeah, that, sorry. Uh, that should be clear. I, I think I described that. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, it sounds like the combat sucks anyway, so who cares? (laughs) Oh, man. It's something. It's different. It's something. And, and yeah, I'm looking, I looked it up, and I'm only seeing it on Switch, or on Nintendo systems. It's on PS4 and PS5. It's on PS4. Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, Magnum Lord. I looked up Magnum Lord, that's why. (laughs) Magnum Lord is, uh, well, that... That's a contraceptive name. <laughs> or it could be Magnum P.I. Uh, no, well, that would be a TV, a TV show. show. Yeah. All right. Which, man, that, I, I'm just saying that and I'm like, man, I'd totally play a Magnum P.I. game. <laughs> I don't know what that would be, but I'd like, I'd totally buy that. Severin says it takes 20 to 30 minutes to get to combat. So I wonder if he's reviewing it. <laughs> Oof. You and every senior citizen oh, on the did. planet, Josh. <laughs> so we got feedback? Yes, we've got feedback. I don't even know what the question was because I was not on last week. It, it was about Arceus. Like, did the review, all those good review scores change people's mind about Arceus? Let's see. From Strawberry Eggs. Reviews have not changed my mind as I was already excited for the Pokemon Legends Arceus. I am really enjoying it. As I thought, the setting is very intriguing. I am liking the human characters, and I enjoy completing the tasks to complete a Pokemon's Pokedex entry as well. I had a feeling that uh, Cassandra would like it, because she's our Pokemon. Um, And then from Tracer 3... 
the reviews are not enough to make me buy the game at this time. I missed the Pokemon boat since I never had a Game Boy, though. I might give it a try when there's its sale. Yeah, um, have fun waiting for that sale, Tracer. Yeah, Pokemon games tend not to go on sale. Very unless, rarely. Unless they fall off a, a a delivery car like yours did, Chris. <laughs> okay, good point. I got it on sale. I'm I'm wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me honest. You won't know when it's arriving or if your order actually went through, but there's a chance you'll get it at a discount. <laughs> That's what that site promises. <laughs> nothing. They promise nothing. Oh, no. We need a new question of the week. Shoot. Oh, no. Do we I need to think about anything. it? Yeah. We can come back <laughs> after the news. Have you ever hurt yourself playing a video game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. There you go. Cat, be careful. <laughs> By the way, yeah, while, while Kelly's going through that, I'm listening to you go like, uh-oh, what's going on with Scotty? <laughs> uh, either that or I'm seeing the titles. Have you ever injured yourself or a pet or another human being playing a video game? <laughs> Here you go. No sad stories, obviously. I don't want to hear about how you uh, put your mom in the ER chucking a Wii remote by accident. I do. Well, okay, only if it's funny. (sighs) Anyway. No fatalities. um, Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, are we ready for news? Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, Do any of you play Sword of Legends online? No, no, did not know. I had forgotten this existed until the story came up. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember if I tried to play this or not. What game are you even talking about? <laughs> well, is, regardless... is this a Korean MMO? No, it's I a think... Chinese MMO. Oh, right. Well, but... now is your opportunity because it is moving to the free-to-play model and has a 2.0 expansion. Oh, exactly what I was waiting for. Oh, look at this promotional video that shows no actual gameplay. This game must be awesome. Um, So, all of the game's content, including the 2.0 update, will be free. um, And game purchases remain to restricted cosmetic items. And those who had purchased the uh, buy-to-play version will receive a bonus package. And you can also receive a full refund. Um, As for the new update, there is... uh, Two new classes, the Fox Mage and the Warrior, and the Warrior is split into the male-only Crystal Warrior and the female-only Spirit Warrior. Also, new character slots, an updated level cap, and new story chapters. So, there you go. Your Chinese MMO of the week. Yeah, um, not listed here, but I heard that Terra Online was uh, shutting down. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, the fox mage is actually a fox person. Thought it was a class name. I didn't realize. Okay. Um. Hmm. More MMO news. Well, I you remember MMO in a minute? More MMO. MMO. No, MMO. MMO. I know. There was so much MMO news that Anna had to condense it all in a minute. Yep, that didn't work. Yeah. Actually, she did a good job with that. Yeah, no, she really did. Yeah. I loved it. But I want to hear um, about MM more news. 
Yes. So mm-hmm. the Star Wars, the Old Republic, is going to have a new expansion called The Legacy of the Sith. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I had no idea this game. They um yeah no 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 yeah. they they've done this before um yeah they announced this a, a while back it's gonna be out next so, month. So they had a new trailer for the story and the get the level cap is gonna increase from seventy five to eighty and now I guess you can separate your class story from your gameplay class. Okay. What is have you played Star Wars? I What's have. The... Uh, the class story, well, I mean, it used to be uh, a, a quest line associated with your class, and it's like the main th- storyline that you're playing through. So okay. I, I guess now you can play through class stories as different classes, is what they're saying, maybe. Huh. Which is weird, but okay. <laughs> See, to me, that's like in WoW getting to go to like the paladin class hall as a hunter yeah that's why it seems weird to me but mm-hmm. i mean if they want you to be able to see those stories without having to level up another job all the way maybe that's what they're going for yeah interesting well another but, character because it would be character based so i don't know what's up with that but regardless legacy of the Sith will release on pc on february 15th so please be excited um, I am excited for Project Triangle Strategy, and they introduced a new character, uh, Benedict Pascal. Voiced I am by also Benedict excited. Cumberbatch. <laughs> Not real. Um, I know it's top of mind because I watched the cartoon, but he looks like Percy DeRolo. All right. But yeah, um, the video introduces some of the choices available to players. Um, Yep, you get to make some of those Metsuno-esque choices, like, do you want to, uh, like, destroy the uh, floodgates and flood the town, which gives you an easy win, but you kill a ton of civilians, or do you, <laughs> or do you sneak into camp and try and kill Where the Where are these choices or... from? What are you talking about? <laughs> Matsuno-type choices. <laughs> the original um, Ogre Battle was oh. had some pretty epic Dark. choices. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the game's going to feature three convictions, utility, morality, or liberty, and that makes up the protagonist's worldview. And depending on those choices is how the story plays out. And, and at least in the demo, like, at least some of those choices, like, you actually had to, like, go around and convince, like, some of them were, like, all the characters vote on what they're going to do next. And so you would have to, like, go around and lobby the different characters to try and get them to vote whichever way you wanted. Oh, interesting. That's what a way it worked in the demo that they released anyway. So what are huh. we looking at? Four endings? One for Perhaps. each direction and then one for balanced? Probably. It looks really good. <laughs> as, as long as as long as this game isn't going to be as grindy as Octopath. Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a grindy TRPG. Um that that Octopath has been very top of mind because our next backtrack is Octopath Traveler and I brought that up in our Discord and man, people had words about Octopath. Good and bad. Also, uh grind Final Fantasy Tactics did grinding well. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It um, can be done. Ogre Battle did it the best because everybody in the party got experience whether or not they lived or died. Oh no, Kelly, you're evil. You want XP share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? 
That's because I'm an adult with a job uh, and don't have time to cry. I'm an adult. <laughs> Whiny babies. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Triangle Strategy. When does that come? Oh, it comes out on March 4th. March 4th, yeah. So about a month from now. Excellent. Um, we've got a Kickstarter check-in, The Silent Kingdom. This is a dark Otome RPG. Okay. And the, the, it's starring a princess whose kingdom has fallen under a curse. And you get to choose her name and personality and emotions and decisions. Oh, goodness. It's a princess builder? I think so. And yeah. the Kickstarter campaign is looking for around $33,000. It's a dark Otome game, so therefore... I What does that even mean? I don't uh, know. Otome the, the game boys. is where you have to date a bunch of people, right? Right. Yeah. And so this is dark, so no matter what you're going to do, it's always bad? (laughs) (laughs) Or they all abuse you? Like, what are you going for? This sounds terrible. (laughs) So if you pledge at least 17, you can receive a digital copy of the game as well as their back rewards. And a demo is currently available on Steam and Itch.io. Kelly? Yes? Can you talk to me about riding my goat in Elden Ring? Whatever the hell we're doing in this game. Yeah, so um, Game Informer released a gameplay video for Elden Ring, and it's the main character riding around on a goat and just showed some enemy encounters and monsters fight each other. And the goat can double jump? Is it a goat? I I said that. Whatever it's that thing. It's got like a horse tail and goat horns. I'm very confused. (laughs) Isn't that what we're supposed to be? All right. Also, monsters fighting each other. I'm annoyed that the Pokemon don't do that. Mm, mm-hmm. People are annoyed that Pokemon doesn't do a lot of things, Kelly. I know. I know. But the game looks pretty. Um, depending on how hard this game is, I'd be curious about it. But it's a Souls game, so it's probably going to be very It's going to be hard. Yeah, Kelly. It's going to be hard. <laughs> uh, set the release for PC and all the systems except Switch on February 25th. No, no cloud version on Switch. Um, I would not. <laughs> Eventually, I would not bet my life on that. I also wouldn't have bet bet on this. Um, Sony's buying Bungie. So well, they weird. had to do something after Microsoft bought some stuff. Yeah, that's just amusing that they bought the system that or the company that basically put Microsoft on the map. And, and, and meanwhile, Microsoft Destiny bought the out. company that Destiny or that Bungie was owned by in the interim. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like Bungie leaves Microsoft. Activision buys Bungie. Bungie leaves Activision. Microsoft buys Activision. Sony buys Bungie. What? <laughs> what is going on here? And the, and then I watched a TikTok today that was like, hmm, Nintendo, who should I buy? And then uh, Sega and Capcom, represented by people, are being all sexy to Nintendo, <laughs> playing careless with Sega is more than, is owned by Sammy, right? So I think so. There's more to that than... My favorite is like people talking about like Apple or Microsoft buying Nintendo. And it's like, or That's Sony. That's never going to happen. And it's like, Japan no. is not going to let some U.S. company come in and buy one of their big megacorps. Like, no. J- Japan literally has 
really strange corporate rules where they're <laughs> they, where they can kind of block takeovers like yeah, that kind of stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Gee, it's almost as if the U.S. could use something like that. Oh. Well, the U.S. could just use some um, some actual uh, Kelly. It, Japan's corporations get really big, so I don't know that it's as protective as you're thinking. <laughs> And, like, you have a company, and it's in charge of everything from breakfast cereal to farm equipment. (laughs) Yeah. America could just use some antitrust enforcement, but, you know. Oh, America. Um, Who who wants to play Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Um, (sighs) If I got someone to play with, I will. This is another one I need the reviews to tell me it's actually good, because I don't trust Borderlands stuff. (laughs) So it shows off the final two classes, which is uh, the 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 Graveborn and the Spore Warden. That's what it is. Um, the Graveborn sacrifice their health in order to release dark, dark magic, and they have a Demi Witch companion. And the Spore Wardens caused, uh, can summon tornadoes and use arcane arrows, and they have a toxin-spewing mushroom companion. So, and, and I guess the game has a multi-class system where you start your main class, but at a certain point you can unlock a, a secondary class to combine the abilities. Cool. So. Yeah, it does um, seem like magic's a much bigger part this time around. That's great. Yeah, and um, not in the story, but uh, the original Tiny Tina's um, Wonderland is free on PSN this month. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that could be considered a glorified demo for this game. It's, good exp- it's a good DLC. Yeah. Um, I, I when I got <clears throat> excuse me when I got it for free on the Epic Store, I started up and I, I was having fun with it so far. I just haven't had a chance to finish it. Um, darn! I should have put this in the MMO in a moment section. Fantasy Star Online Two. It gets a concerted February updates. Mm-hmm. So this is the new Genesis version of the game, and on February 9th, there's going to be a new side story for Chapter 2 content, and there's going to be a concert held by Nadrea, where you can attend two new concerts, The Song of War and The Song of Mourning. I I guess if you attend concerts, you get buffs. Yes, that's true, actually. Yes. It, there's a lobby, at least in the first one, there's a lobby you sit there... If you attend the concert, you get a buff. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Um, it also extends the game's level cap to 40 and adds higher ranked sectors and urgent quests, a new em- enemy type, and then updates later in the month will add a battle against Dark Fowls. Mm-hmm. So, um, please be excited. It, it looks just like PSO2. <laughs> yeah. I. Um, Edge of Eternity is receiving a console gameplay showcase. Yeah, there's, oh there's like a what, like an 18 minute video you can watch if you're excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of goes through a little bit of the game, highlights multiple elements, including its new vo- uh, Japanese voice actors, and the game will launch on all the systems except the Switch, which has a cloud-based version. Um, it's going to launch on February 10th. And then does it have a cloud base? Yes. Yeah, okay. the cloud-based Switch version it launches on February 23rd. Was this the Kickstarter throwback yes. to JRPGs? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of several, but yeah. I thought this came yeah. out and people didn't like it that much. I will be curious about it. Guess it's not out. And then, okay. and then this was a. Oh, it came cool. out on PC, right? And people yeah. didn't care that much, and now 
the console. The okay, cool. Yeah, not the console ports. Yeah. Um, and then this was a pretty quick turnaround, all things considered. We've got a new Voice of the Cards game. No, no, it's out. the Heart of the Cards, Kelly. No, it's the, it's the Voice of the Cards, the oh. weird Yoko, Yoko Taro card game. Oh no. That, uh, what was the first game called? The Isle Dragon Roars. That was came out in October, <laughs> and this is the second oh. entry, and it's called Voice of the Cards: The Forsaken Maiden, and it comes out on February seventeenth. And it's coming out on PC, PS4, and Switch, which, I don't know, we were talking about this before the show, like, feels like this is on the wrong platform. You were like, a card-based game, shouldn't this be on iOS and Android? But, yeah. okay, cool. All right. It should be on iOS, Android, Switch, and PC. Yeah. I mean, if it gives a chance for Yoko Taro to release games more often with his weird story beats and... It's all card-based, so it's not like they have to create too many assets for it. True enough. Um, I'm, ju- I'm just genuinely surprised that this is a s- separate game and not a DLC for the first game. I wonder if he just made this while queuing for his raid in 14. <laughs> <laughs> That's That very well could be. I hope somebody's writing that down. <laughs> He's only the creative director. He's not the game master or the executive producer. Or the music director. Okay, that makes sense. Or the... Let's see, what else? What's the rest of these credits? Creative director is still pretty good. Oh, he's not the writer either. So, I don't know how Taro this will be. (laughs) I still need to play uh, Dare Automata. Uh, That being said, um, have any of you played Black Book Endless Battles? Kelly, no. I haven't even heard of it. Well, there's DLC coming out for it. Okay, great. All right. Yeah, this was another card-based adventure RPG. I don't see any um, cards. Yeah. You're a witch named Wait, Felicia. Chest. Let's see. You're setting out to find a black book, and the DLC um, adds a new roguelike mod focusing on the game's combat. No. Okay, so that's what's they're showing in this trailer. All right, cool, got yeah. it. So yeah, could could be interesting, but that is all of the news. Now we've got new release dates. Um, the life of the life and suffering of Sir Brandt is hitting consoles next week. This is about a person's fate. That's the narrative RPG. Yeah, a, which I think is code for not much combat. Yeah. Um, that comes out on February 10th on PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X. Um, we've got mobile RPG Hev- um, Heaven Burns Red that's coming out in Japan next week on February 10th. This is and, another one that looks like it's on the wrong platform because this is iOS and Android, but you yeah. look at the trailer and you're like, man, that isn't on console? Yeah, that should be yeah. a PS4 game. Yeah. This, this is a dramatic RPG by the same people that made uh, Another Eden. Should I but, know what another Eden is? Oh, it's a free-to-play that, title, Josh. That's the, the issue. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's on iOS. Um, a- another Eden was a beautiful 2D RPG that was like on mobile, but also eventually came to Steam. And ah. I played a little bit of it, and it was actually really good. Was that also free-to-play? Yeah. It had a... Um, I think it was done by some people that worked on, worked on Chrono Trigger. Gotcha. Um, Undernod's Labyrinth of Yomi is hitting Europe in February. Oh, a first-person dungeon crawler. Yeah. 
It's been a while uh, since we talked about these. Uh, well, well, it's an experience game, so they're pretty oh, much all okay. first-person dungeon okay. crawlers. All right. Enough said. Uh, this is hitting Europe on February 24th and will be available Which digitally on PS4, Xbox also One. Also means it's going to have really cool monster designs. Um, An experience RPG. What other RPGs have they done? Uh, so <sighs> many. <laughs> My mind just went blank, but they did tons of like first-person dungeon uh, the, crawlers the, on the, the Vita. The tower, the Tokyo in the tower, and, oh, oh, okay. um, and the, the fl- flight city. I don't know. Okay, Demon Gaze, Operation Abyss. Operation. Yeah. 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 Those, yep. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, wow. There's a bunch I don't know about. So Demon Gaze 2, Ray Gigant, Operation Babel, Operation Abyss, so- Stranger of Sword City, uh, Labyrinth Cross Blood, Students of the Round. There are a lot of Japanese-only ones here that we didn't get. Uh, Saviors of Sapphire Wings, Stranger of Sword City, Revisited. Wow, there's a website called DungeonCrawlers.org that's <gasps> literally all they cover. I'm going is there right now. Yeah. It's the RP Gamer of Dungeon Crawlers. Yeah. The last update was in November, so they're a little behind on the news. <laughs> but it's like you click on PlayStation Vita and you can just see the list everywhere. It's just list. every Vita game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's actually see. really handy though yeah, let's, let's see, see recently the... added do we have so what was the name of this uh under knots did they add it yeah let's see under knots they don't have under knots kelly so they're behind oh wait let let's me check see. the full list just to make sure under croft unity.rogue3d yeah so this site is not perfect come on guys you have one job <laughs> I admit that it's a bigger job at times than it should be because too many people put these out sometimes. But come on. I'm amused that the Nintendo DS and 3DS don't have nearly as many dungeon crawlers as I thought they did. Well, again, we've we we've called into question this site's comprehensiveness, so Yeah. But let's find out what's on the Atari ST. We've got 24 dungeon crawlers. All right. You need dungeon crawlers? We got them. Um, <laughs> Only 10 on the Switch. Yeah, this site's got a problem. <laughs> so, speaking of obscure RPGs, had you have any of you guys had the urge to play Shadow Badness at all? Don't uh, I don't what remember is. what it is anymore. It, it was a PS1 RPG that was um, developer Crave and Pico and Bleem. And I think Ted Bleem. Woosley. Oh my gosh. Ted who? The, 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 Ted Woosley? Who, yeah, Ted Woosley. Oh, he goodness. He was kind of famous for working on it. Uh, oh, it's uh, coming to Steam. Mm hmm. Great. It's hilarious because Vaughn and I were just talking about this RPG, and he, he was trying to remember the name of this RPG with the blonde protagonist, and uh, the town blew up at the beginning of the game. And, and you fight like, lots I, of polygons. <laughs> Oh wow, that is a PS one ass PS game one game. And, and he was like, I I'm completely blanking on the name of this. And I said, because uh, it was driving me crazy. So I went through the list and was just trying to was it Legend of Lagaya? No. Was it uh I and I was just picking every single obscure one. Was it mm-hmm. Monster Madness? No. 
was it Shadow Madness? And then I showed him the opening cutscene. And he was like, yes, yes, that's what it was. Okay. So we were very much have, trying to figure out. Is I know you're quite it any familiar. good? I don't know. I've heard mixed things about it. And oh. and yes, Vaughn, I know you would you would have known Legend of a Guy. I just threw that out as an example. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> Tell me, are they going to screw up Puzzle Quest 3? I don't know. Uh, free to play title. All right, on it's iOS been screwed up. Yep, they did. Um, <laughs> Already <first>. done. <laughs> free to play. It's screwed up. Uh, that that said, um, I guess the Puzzle Quest people left and made that something of gems game a while back, which was also free to play. So that ship has sailed. Uh... And and you wonder why I'm playing Puzzle Quest clones on the Xbox 360. Well, now you can play a, a Puzzle Quest clone by the Puzzle Quest. Developer, did Infinity Plus Two make Gems of War? Um, yes, they did. So, I guess uh, they're going back to the well again, and uh, Anna will probably play it for five hundred hours. <laughs> yep. Um, I think we talked about Chernobyl before. Wait, when's it coming out? Puzzle Quest Three, uh, March first. March first. Okay. Steam, iOS, Android. Yeah. And then Chernobyte, um PS5, Xbox Series SX versions are coming to for April. Since I guess this was Chernobyl Light. That's the tactical RPG in Sutton Chernobyl area or whatever. Uh, survival Art. Survival Art. Yeah. All right, next. <laughs> coming out in April. Um, Good for you. Check out Zach Webster's review of the PC version if you're curious. Um, Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons is releasing at the end of this I feel month. like this they is... took years off of putting out any new expansions, and now they've got a new expansion. Is that yeah. right with Guild Wars 2? I feel feel like it is. Maybe. Um, When's it coming out? The, it is coming out February 28th. Oh, that's soon. Yeah, and we've got a new trailer Let's talk, talking about it. Uh, we've got new Neptunia and Sigur and Kak. Well, we don't. It's not new. It's just coming to Switch. Neptunia yeah. Cross and Rancagra Ninja yeah. Wars. Yeah. Ooh, Com- I can play that game in lower performance now. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Well, April nineteenth is your date. You better get on that, Josh. Uh huh. And, and then Dreamscaper is coming to Xbox consoles. Um, and I it's coming to Game Light. Pass as well. Yeah. Oh, it's Game Pass. Okay, so I don't. Dreamscaper is. Yeah, right. yeah. I'll have to have to take a look at that. Problem is, I have no interest in it. So. I don't know. Alex quite liked it. Oh, good. And that is all of your news. What is coming out, Chris? All right. This week we've got Death and Request Two for the Switch, Edge of Eternity for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, uh, Eglia Rebirth on the Switch. The Life and Suffering of Sir Branty on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, and X. Ocean's Heart on the Switch. Rise of the Third Power for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Lost Ark on PC. And then Kingdom Hearts, the cloud version. All the games coming out on February 10th, it looks like. Hey, hey guys! You can find all the games at Walmart uh, all in one collection for twenty bucks. Don't waste your money on these. Uh, but on what platform? The PlayStation. PS One. Yes, PS One no. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's a remake. Do you see that there's a remake of uh, of Bloodborne? 
I heard yeah, about I this. Yeah, I saw that. The PS1 version. It's It looks good. <laughs> they did a good job. <laughs> I didn't think that game would translate well to PS1 aesthetic, but it surprisingly does. Yeah. Chunky polygons. It works well for it. <laughs> um, That's all I got for new releases. Uh, now that you know what's coming out, I got to... Oh, we got some editorial content to plug. Yeah, we? so I'm, I'm going to swap these around because... <gasps> um, the, one of them is huge, so we've got the Ghostwire Tokyo preview from Alex Fuller, because I guess they released new information about that game this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, they had uh, like a YouTube streaming thing on Thursday or something like that. And... Yeah. Uh, first person action, action adventure set in Tokyo where most of the citizens have disappeared and the streets are filled with spirits called visitors. So karate meets magic is the, what the preview says. So you can read about that from Alex. But the the big story, the big editorial this, this week, we've got our Best of 2021 awards. Woo, the awards are out. Everybody go to the awards. <clears throat> you guys are too focused on Eastern RPGs. Where are the Western RPGs? Oh, we already started to get complaints? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, not on this post. Every year. Oh. <laughs> But where are these complaints? Year. I don't see it. I I cannot remember. Reset era. Oh, reset era. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My wife shouted at me from the other room. Where are the complaints? <laughs> reset era. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's Why don't you ever right? focus on Western yes. RPGs? Because they're not as good as the Eastern ones, in our opinions. And that's what the awards are. Our opinions. So get over it. Well, not only that, because the Western ones take 200 hours to finish, and we have one guy that plays them and plays them to completion, and he only has so much time during his week. Uh, the Pathfinder game, Anna. And that should that should get awards, from what I've heard, but... Well, not even yeah. me. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. What yeah, that's the that's the thing about our system. If people don't play it, it doesn't rank well, even if it's good. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, and, and like, we're not a huge site, so right. and, and it's volunteers, so people play. You know, mostly they play what, what they want, interested. and so we just don't happen to have a lot of people playing all the Western games, which is why, you know, well, that especially thing... stuff like Pathfinder, like um, Guardians of the Galaxy, made a, a appear a few appearances on the list. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wrote a bunch of blurbs for Guardians. <laughs> on this. I'm gonna alright. So you gotta go to this to article to see what our game of the year is. I'm not spoiling that for you, but I'm gonna go open up a different category called Miscellaneous Awards. Let's go through these. We have the best non RPG is Metroid Dread. The most played RPG, Bravely Default 2, SMT five. And the most completed RPG was Tales of Arise. <laughs> I I always um, love those sorts of weird stats <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what our what our game of the year is not is definitely not disguise six no <laughs> no i wouldn't no <laughs> i'm not sure that made the list anywhere surprisingly i liked yeah, disguise six i enjoyed letting it play itself but i would not give it the game of the year <laughs> see I, I i'm amused because i honestly thought it was going to show up in the worst rpg or the biggest letdown no and... yeah well i mean i don't think it should but I guess it wouldn't have been too surprising. 
But then, but then I saw The Good Life, and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. you guys were yeah, right about that That, was, that yeah. was trash. Yeah, that that was appropriately. I don't know. I don't know if it would have been my biggest letdown, because I think that was Mario Golf, because I was, I was more excited for Mario Golf. But, like, yeah, The Good Life was really trash. So appropriately on both Worst RPG and Biggest Letdown. Oh, wow. I just saw what won. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Okay. It is a surprise. Wow. Isn't it? All right. <laughs> it and makes it, sense when you think about it. It but does, it kind of but wow. <laughs> what how the times have changed, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm also amused that there was a game on the list that was on my Christmas list that you warned me about, and that's like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I should have listened to you. There was? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the biggest letdown. And no, worst RPG. Mm. <laughs> Wait, those are different categories? Yeah. <laughs> Worst RPG, biggest letdown, right? I, uh, I was very pleased that Fuga made it into several different categories. I think even yeah. best turn based. I was just like stunned. It did that well. Yes, yes. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get box quoted. Oh, poor <laughs> Mario Golf. It was. Yeah, well, the golf was fine, but it was it was such a letdown in terms of the RPG, Chris. Oh, Kelly. Yeah, we told you not to buy that though. Yeah, I see what game you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah. Technically, I didn't. My husband bought it for me. Did you did you play it at all yet? A, a little bit, and yeah, I see where the complaints are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so if you want to have some fun, go look through the awards. Um, maybe next week we can talk more about them, but I'd rather let the article live on its own before we spoil it on the podcast. So yeah, go check I it was, out. I was surprised that this week wasn't our game of the year. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I'm doing it this year. Uh, that's fun. Yeah. Usually that's kind of a interesting show. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's so much organization and Anna's busy and I'm lazy is really what's going on. So Well, maybe we can have that same energy on the Octopath Traveler backtrack where mm -hmm. uh I want to I want to get eight people on there for Can you get the Anna game. on that? You're crazy. You're crazy, Kelly. Crazy like a fox. <gasps> Eight people. Oh, that's smart. I love it. All right. So now I need to know what you're going to play this week. Kelly. More Arceus. Josh. Uh, I guess I have to play Maglum Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and I am enthralled to Final Fantasy XIV. So that's all I shall play. <sighs> so I, I will say I picked up um, Planscape Torment on sale on Switch for very cheap. And Ooh. I am very curious about that. Well, there you go. Maybe you should try that yeah. out and let us know. Yeah, now that I'm very into D&D &D, and now that I understand that not all PC RPGs are Diablo clones, because I didn't know that back in the day, I'm very curious about Planscape. I like that that was your impression of all PC RPGs. Well, they're all Diablo games, right? Yeah. Like Wizardry says hi. I mean, <laughs> roguelites to... say hi. <laughs> okay, to, to be fair, in my defense, my PC gap was literally from Commodore sixty four to Windows ninety five. Uh, all right, fair enough. So I missed That's like quite a, a jump. Whole... <laughs> yeah, you missed the entire creation of genres. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, uh, that's all we got for you this week. I'd like to thank each of you for watching, and thanks, Josh and Kelly, for joining me on the show. Um, thank you. Leave your feedback to the question, have you ever hurt yourself, a pet, or another person playing a video game? No super sad stories, so... Yeah, no, only funny, 
stories. Funny, funny injuries, not people getting run over by a train or some <laughs> horrifying death that's going to scar us for life. Um, and if we have scarred you by bringing up bad memories again, I apologize. Maybe we should have thought about this question more, Kelly. I'm thinking as I'm saying this. <laughs> eh. Uh. I, I'm sure there are... Should we also count any stories where there's property damage? Yes. You know, to let the Wii U... Yeah, of course. <laughs> or property... not the Wii U, the Things the Wii. being broken is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should get out of here. So let us know your feedback in the show thread on the website. If you'd like to catch us live, it's 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. And if you'd like to join us in the chat during those live shows, you can keep us on track and suggest better questions of the week than the ones we come up with about bodily harm. So thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. And I'm sorry in advance for all the trouble we've caused. I'm just... Eh, don't get over it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.